Good evening, guys. It's December 4th, 2019. Welcome back to the second episode of the podcast. Me and Mart finally found a name for our podcast, which is going to be called Talk Line Football featuring Tuan and Mart. You can now actually see the podcast on Apple Podcasts right on your phone. Uh, we got approved two days ago, which is pretty awesome. We're also on Spotify, and we're also on the Anchor app, which we are using currently right now. Mart, how you doing, brother? Doing great, baby. Big thing, big thing. Big trust. Big trust. Big trust in the building, a.k.a. White Jesus. <laughs> All right, now, our first, we have our first featured guest of the podcast. First featured guest. He's probably the first fan of the show as well. I, was, I can say that. He's probably the first guy to actually listen. Big supporter. So introducing, big supporter. Big supporter. Big uh, supporter. Introducing to you an individual who's a diehard Duke Blue Devils fan, who I think they just lost recently, uh, the Denver Nuggets, the New York Giants, which we dislike here yes. on this podcast. All right, the Miami Hurricanes, and he's kind of, eh, 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 kind of a Rangers fan. He eh. reps the plus 50 tag on, on Call of Duty. He's very average to below average at Call of Duty. And his number one hobby is he loves to talk a lot of shit. Introducing to you, Kevin Kastner. Kastner, Kastner. What's up, <laughs> Thanks Kevin? for having me, guys. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, that's what I do, man. I talk shit. You, you know, anyone. It doesn't matter. That's my thing. Kid's been talking shit since the day I met him. First I can absolutely. say easily he talks the most shit of all the friends that, that, I, that I have. He definitely talks the most shit. It's not even close either. No. I'll never forget the first day I transferred to North. Um, I met, sir, you were, you were one of my, you and Nick were the first two that I met. And you immediately asked me about who I liked in football. I said the Cowboys, the bond just grew right from there. Yeah. I think Kastner was right next to you and immediately started talking shit to me about the New York Giants. <laughs> I, I mean, I had to. Surprise me. I had to. You know, you're the, you're the big superstar we went and got. We recruited. You know, you're going to lead the team and be the quarterback and, um, you know, I obviously know Matt pretty well, and I know he likes the Cowboys. So as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm giving this new guy shit. There's no way he's getting by without me saying something. And needless to say, needless to say, the goddamn Giants ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. But again, hey. we don't want to talk about that. All right, so going back to um, our picks from last week, we'll just review them real quick, give you guys a little update. Even though I have it on Twitter as well, at um, Twan underscore five. Uh, Matt. We went actually nine and seven. We went nine and seven on our pickums, which actually isn't terrible. I'd like to get in the ten win column would be nice. Yeah, but we went nine and seven, which wasn't terrible. We had the Cowboys, the Jets, Eagles, uh, Cleveland, Carolina, and I think it was Houston. Um, not Houston, sorry. Uh, you had the Chargers, and I had the Colts. So we went off on those two. We both went nine and seven, which isn't terrible. Um, our sleeper picks, we – who did you have for your sleeper again, Mark? I had Benny Snell, baby. Oh, Benny Snell had a good game. He had scored a touchdown, correct? Yes, yes, yes. He scored a touchdown. I had Philip Lindsay. Um, he kind of underperformed under 10 points, so I didn't give him the nod on that. And I know Kastner was one of our <sighs> – um, yeah, he was one of our – I hope you didn't lose your playoff game. No, I did. I did. I had D.D. Westbrook in, and I'm like, you know what? I trust Tuan. You know, I've known him a long time. This guy knows this stuff. So I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to switch it. Sunday morning, I wake up, I switch it. I regret it because I lost my game by six points, and if I would have started Westbrook, I would have won by five. But all right. you know what? It's all good. Hey, not, not great for the podcast. Not great. Okay. But, <laughs> hey, 
You know, we all can't be perfect here. All right. So, well, well, if you were Mar over the weekend, baby, you're oh, yeah. four for four for your pick. <laughs> hey, actually, you're right. Hey, if you're Mar, if you guys listen to Mar, you want you would have won a lot of money, okay? Because his sleeper hit, and then his stud of the day was Zeke Elliott, correct? Yep. Zeke Elliott didn't even score a touchdown. I think he had 20 points. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's I had Devon- pass game a lot. I had Devontae Seven Adams. Catches. Devontae hit, which was good. Did, he, did Devontae have two touchdowns or only two one? Two touchdowns. He had two. We called down the podcast. Great for the podcast. All right, two TDs. And then our um, duds, which this this is what aggravated me the most. All right, your dud was – who drafted Maddie again? Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, which won me a – got me a berth, actually, in my fantasy plus, which we'll talk about that in the future. All right, so that was a good hit. And I had – DeAndre, I went on the limb and took DeAndre Hopkins, and I told you on the podcast last week that DeAndre was going five for 50 against Stefan Gilmore, lockdown Gilmore, Gilly Lock, all right, as they call him, Gilly Lock. And I think he ended up going like six for 60, but DeHop threw a touchdown pass, threw a teeter, killed and me. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I got to give you credit because you had the numbers right on point, but at the same time, I don't necessarily know if that was even a pass. It looked like very even a little bit back for me. So yeah. I'm giving you still the reward for it. All right, we'll take the up an asterisk on it because we are a podcast for the people. You know, we have millions and millions of fans worldwide. <laughs> um, so moving forward as well, our lock bets, Maddie again being four and all. Like I said, make sure you listen to this guy. You got the hot hand right now. Hot hand. He <sighs> took the Bears minus four, which hit twenty four twenty. Perfect. And I took. I mean. Come on, New York Jets. Are you kidding me? They didn't all they didn't get beat by the Bengals. They got like obliterated by the Bengals. Yeah. How, how bad can you get? All well, right. So and this this actually brings something to my table. So and I want to hear both your eyes' opinion. So right now, obviously, you know, last last week was last week of fantasy football. But what was your biggest surprise loss? Was it Philly against Miami? Or was it the Jets against the Bengals? Or was it Cleveland against Pittsburgh? Huh. I'm gonna go first one. I'm going to have to go Philly. I'm going to have to go Philly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go Philly because I think they're the best team out of all of them, I guess, roster-wise. So I'm going to have to go Philly. I did not expect them to lose to the Dolphins. That's that's pretty bad. But, I mean, it helps us out. It helps the Cowboys yeah. out. I, I mean, for me, my, my pick was definitely going to be um, Cleveland because, you know, they were on a streak. They were hot. Um, you know, revenge game of what happened two week, two, well, a week and a half ago on Thursday Night Football. You think that they would come out a little bit more fire? They have so many, they have so many playmakers. They have Cream Hunt. They have – Chubb, they have Odell Beckham and Landry and Baker. They like, they should be putting up more points. You know, you know what I mean? I'm just shocked how bad this team's doing this year. Uh, you know, if I have to take one, I'm going to go with the Jets. And the Jets are not great. Everyone knows that. And the Bengals, before that game, were winless. But, um, you know, Sam Darnold, he, they were playing pretty good. Um, you know, the Bengals looked horrible. And they, they're without their stud, A.J. Green. So, you know, you add all this into the equation, and if you're a betting man like me, I, I would have taken the Jets. You know, I might have even taken them with the spread, whatever it was. So I was actually very shocked. To see, I was very shocked to see the Bengals beat up on the Jets. But yeah. then again, all of New York's trash right now, man. I don't, think, I don't think there's a wrong answer right there. I really don't think. I think that all three were surprising. I mean, again, Jets were on fire, like you just said, and they could have. They had an easy schedule. You think that – I started Sam Darnold in fantasy this week thinking that they had the confidence behind him, put up two good back-to-back weeks. I was like, you know, I'm going to let the hot hand go, and obviously he did not play well. Well, the biggest thing for me was the Jets had – before they played the, the Bengals, they have scored – they scored in the past three weeks. So their offense was doing well. 
Their defense wasn't bad. So I figured, okay, these guys are putting up points, you know, on, on they, they played the Giants and they put a 30-piece on them. And uh, they played the Raiders, whose defense was playing well before they played them. They had those two interceptions. They put 30 on them. So I'm like, oh, you know, there's no way the Jets are going to lose this game. And I was shocked. That's the, that's the whole reason why I took them. And, again, like I said, it was three and a half points. It wasn't even that many points. But it is what it is, you know. Um, hopefully we have better locks for you this week. I mean, Maddie can't get any more perfect. It was 4-0. Um, now, Matt, going back to your point, you know, I know you said one of your biggest surprises was the Browns there. You know why the Browns lost, right? Yeah. You know uh, – yep. You know who they You know who they faced, right? Ducky, baby. Ducky. Ducky. <laughs> Ducky. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> Ducky, baby. All right. Now – uh, moving on real quick, so let's keep talking about the games a little bit here. Um, a few things I wanted to point out. Obviously, the number one thing is, you know, we'll talk about the Cowboys here for a few minutes. Um, but as even just the Cowboys, I want to talk about the whole state of the NFC East. The NFC East right now is atrocious. They're on pace right now. They have a winning percentage. NFC East as a whole, it's uh, 0.333%, which is on target for being the worst winning percentage for a division of all time. The, the second worst currently is the 2008 Card, um, NFC West when the Cardinals won. Um, they were at 3-6-6, I believe. But, I mean, there's still a lot of division games left. I know uh, the Eagles got to play the Giants twice. We play the yeah. Eagles. The Cowboys play the Eagles. They play the Redskins. So, that percentage is going to go up because wins are going to have to be had there. All right, so it's not going to be the worst. But right now, they're statistically the worst division of all time. All right, I don't know what you guys think of that one. Well, I mean, what I think is, you know, when we talk about Super Bowl runs, you talk about championship runs, you think about people that get high at the late of the season, right? So you see the Giants did it twice. You see the Packers did it uh, once when they all won the Super Bowl. I think this is a prime example of when it, both teams are in must-win situations, one team is going to get hot, and I can see either win, division winner, if it's Philly or if it's Dallas, going pretty deep in the playoffs just because they're in win-now mode, and this is, this is it. This is the bottom line. You got to win or you're, you're done. Yeah. I think if it's going to be a team, it's it's going to be the Cowboys over the Eagles for sure because if you look at just pure talent on both sides of the ball from Philly and then Dallas, Dallas is far superior. You got a lot of talent on offense. You know, Cooper, he, he had a little bit of a rough patch. Um, Zeke didn't score, and he had a great game last week. But I think the Cowboys, and it, it, it really pains me to say this, but I think if they get in, they could be like the Giants in 07, and, you know, when they – and when they made those runs to scare a couple of teams because they're they might be taken a little bit lightly, and you know Dak can go out and he's proven this year he deserves his contract. And I think that hey, the the Cowboys could definitely be dangerous. Hey, you just got to get in the dance. You know, that's the only thing that's you got to get in the dance. Anybody can win, get hot at the right time. You know, and it's it's also I mean the Cowboys. We looked at the schedule. You know, especially me and Mark, we were looking at the schedule in the year and we're like, oh my god, we got the Bears, then we have the Rams, then we have the Eagles. You know, we had the Patriots and the Bills. Like this end of the stretch stinks but now that you look at it the rams aren't that good the bears definitely aren't that good who they're playing this week the eagles are i don't know what the hell's going on over there you know so it's actually not a bad stretch of games and they could win out and then who knows if they get hot but i mean the cowboys you know i'm hoping i honestly cast too i'm hoping i think eli manning might be starting this week yes i got the update today while i was working and i couldn't believe it because on monday you know uh the report came out and they said Jones is fine. You know, it's not that bad. He's going to play. And then today I, I get an update to my phone. You know, Jones is in a walking boot. And I just saw recently that they're comparing his sprain to Shaquan Barkley's. And they're like, well, where did that come from? 
in you know the past 48 hours how did it progress from he's fine to in a boot now so it almost feels like it's an Eli Manning uh you know goodbye tour they're sending them off the right way which he deserves you know he is a two-time Super Bowl winner and you know he's done a lot for the Giants organization but I just uh I just hope that we can win a couple more games, man. I don't care about a pick. He, he's I'm tired of being Dallas, a stock. <laughs> he's going to give Dallas an early Christmas present. He's beating the Eagles one of those games. I'm calling it now. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's going to beat the Eagles one of those games one last time. And I can't so you're, wait for it. Cass, you're telling me right now. You guys have the number. You guys have the number two pick right now. You you think you'd rather have, see Eli win than get like a Chase Young? See, I'm torn because I'm not a guy that's, oh, let's tank for this player or tank for that guy because at, at the end of the day, the competitive spirit in me, I want to win. I don't care how bad I am. I don't care how good I am. I never want to lose. So to see my team lose, it, it sucks, you know? It's like, okay, they're getting blown out right now. Why do I even want to watch this game? But you're not really but, necessarily tanking, though, because it's not like, like Danny Jones is, is not playing bad ball. He, I mean, he has, he has some turnover issues, but, I mean, he's not playing terrible. I mean – for me, I listen. I remember the one time, it was the year that we got uh, Tyron Smith. Um, you know, we beat Philadelphia. We beat Philadelphia, which was a, uh, like a meaningless game, and we got up a few picks when we could take Adrian. Uh, what's called Patrick Peterson, and I was furious. I was like, you know, oh. this is silly. Why would we? I mean, yes, Tyron Smith has been good, but he, he's been hurt a lot lately. And at the end of the day, we needed D backs, you know. And I, I just felt like for us to win a meaningless game, to jump seven spots, wasn't worth it. I don't care. Do, do I still feel good about that win? Absolutely not. Because why? When Patrick Pearson was in his, when his, in his, his prime and he was fuck, he's fucking killing the league, I was miserable because we could have had him. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. But I, I don't know. Chase Young, he's a stud, man. I, I can't really argue that. So if the Giants were to get him, he makes their defense immediately better because there's a lot of lock like an effort right now, and you see guys, you know, not running to the ball, not chasing the ball, not firing off the ball. And as a fan, that just kills me, you know. So to have someone like that, that would be great. I mean, the NFC East guys, actually, the only thing that really needs to be said about the NFC East is you have you have the three and nine Washington Redskins who are not mathematically eliminated from winning the division title. <laughs> That's right now. That's crazy. Now the Dallas Cowboys, it, it's still crazy that they're six and six. This is the last thing I'll kind of leave off here with the damn NFC East here because I hate talking about it, but it just aggravates me. But the Cowboys are six and six, right? And they have a top statistically yardage allowed, top ten defense, which again we don't force turnovers, but we have our, we have the number one offense yardage wise as well. Yet they're six and six. We have two top ten, one being number one overall offense and defensive side of the ball. Like our offense, they're first in 10-yard-plus plays, third down percentage, offense yards per game, sacks allowed, red zone turnovers, in yards per play, negative plays, and successful play percentage. They're first in all those categories, and they're 6-6. Six and six. But they have the league's worst starting field position at the 25-yard line because the defense doesn't cause turnovers. And since 2014, the Cowboys have the third-fewest defensive touchdowns. And they're dead last right now in turn. They haven't, Byron Jones hasn't had an interception since 2017. Yeah. Like, it's great. And that's the best issue. They don't cause turnovers. And, you know, it is what it is. And I just want to add something real quick. So, before we move on to the next topic, the formula for Dallas Cowboys to win, and we said it last week, is to get the ball into their playmakers' hands. So, here's some statistics that I, I was pulling up today. So, when Dak throws the ball more than 40 times a game, we're one in four. 
one and four. And mm-hmm. when Zeke's held to under 50 yards or 15 carries a game, we're 0 and four. Wow. The fact that Zeke does not get 50, over 15 carries a game is like mind boggling. Give, give him the first 15 plays, be all handoffs to Zeke and just get it out of yep. the way. And then go play football. <laughs> that, that's exactly. It's all that we win. Give it to him the first 20 yeah. plays. That's it. We win. That's it. It's the first quarter. We win. Dude, they have also, I've never seen this in my life. It was, um, what was the stat? Uh, I think it was, they had 20, was it 25? Um, no, it wasn't 25. It was some ridiculous number. Um, here it is right here. Uh, there have been only five games in the entire NFL season uh, this season oh, yeah. where an offense had 32 first downs. The Cowboys had them twice, had two out of those five, and they've lost both games and got, like, killed, too. Like, it wasn't like it was, like, Green Bay and against Buffalo. It was Green Bay and Buffalo, and they got, like, smacked in both games. And they had 32 first downs. 32 first downs, and you have 15 points on Thanksgiving, right? That Buffalo game made me throw, throw up all my Thanksgiving food. Oh, man. That was dessert right, for well, me, man. That felt great watching that game. But go ahead. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. Now, um, I just got, we just got to throw it out there real quick. Because, again, probably our favorite guy in the podcast here. You know, my man, Big Trust, the Ravens. The Ravens are unreal. Yeah. They look so good. Big Trust is awesome. The 49ers-Ravens game lived up to the hype. 2017, great game. Um, I mean, that could be the Super Bowl preview. Maybe. Uh I don't think so. What do you think? I don't think so. You think that NFC is different? Well, the way the playoffs sit right now, if they were to end today, and who knows how much it would change, I think that um, being that the 49ers have to play Dallas, call me crazy, man. I would take Dallas in that game. And, you know, because yeah. the 49ers, they look great right now, offense, defense, and whatnot. But it, it just takes a couple weeks for the Cowboys to pull it together to get hot. They win the, you know, the last three games of the year. And then – They'll they'll have to go to San Francisco, but San Francisco they've been leading that division, and all of a sudden, well, we got to play. You know, we got to play someone to 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 keep our 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 playoff hopes alive. And the Cowboys are the perfect team to beat them. I think that if they have to play the Vikings, they'll 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 beat them. I don't I don't really love the Vikings, but I, as it sits right now, the Cowboys have to play the 49ers, and I like the the Cowboys in that game. Yeah, but Cass, actually, just... Dallas will be hosting that game because they're a division winner. So think about that. So San Fran will be 10-2 and two right now. Well, obviously, they still have a game to play against Seattle to break that tiebreaker, but because Seattle beat them earlier in the year, they're both 10-2. and two. Seattle gets that first round bye. Um, but San Fran will be 10-2 and two with the fifth seed. Isn't that crazy? Yes, that is. That's insane. Yeah. But, I mean, the Cowboys don't even have a home field advantage, though. I hate. I actually prefer when Dallas is on the road, yeah. to be totally honest with you, which drives I me mean, nuts as well. I, the one, and I, I agree with Cass. I, I, there's no one in the NFC that I really love. Like, I really like Packers. They don't really overwhelm me. I don't think they're as good as what people think. Like, you know, they're, they're run, head, run first team. They got just one person, Devontae Adams, in the passing game. Like, I, you know, yes, they destroyed Dallas, but it doesn't mean that's going to happen in the playoffs. Like, I, I don't love the yeah. Packers. Minnesota, I mean, Kirky, he's – He's not good in prime games. I think he's I think he's 0-8 now in Monday night football, which obviously that doesn't matter in the playoffs because you're not playing on Monday night. But, I mean, the guy hasn't done anything to, to show me that he's someone different. I mean, he has all these weapons and still, you know, plays mediocre. Um, the one team I am definitely afraid of is definitely Seattle. You know, Russell Russell Life Wilson, bro, yeah. he's, he's a great quarterback. He makes things happen with his feet. And playing in Seattle, that's you're getting an advantage. I think, uh, to me, it's Seattle or New Orleans, whoever yeah. gets to that home field, I think, takes it. I mean, 
if San Fran did play Dallas, I don't know. I think San Fran would just because I'm not confident in Dallas right now. They don't stop anybody, dude. They, one defense is good. I think San Fran would line up and Shanahan would just pound the ball down Dallas's throat, kind of like the Rams did last year in the playoffs. But, you know, hopefully we just get there. How about that? Yeah. I like to see that game. But um, now a few more things. Um, so that's Ravens, uh, Niners. I was basically the game of the week there. Um, did you guys see the trick play with the Dolphins, by the way, against the Eagles? Oh, that was beautiful. Dude, dude, how awesome was that? I was punter to kicker, right? Punter to yep. kicker. Yes. <laughs> dude, that was, that was an all-time player. That, that was phenomenal. It was, there was like a muddle huddle, right, yep. basically. And the, and the but kicker, like, stalk blocked and went. And freaking, I'm just so happy it happened to the Eagles. It kind of happened to a better team. I love it, especially because Jason Garrett getting ripped on special teams as well. well- when I first saw that play, I was like, oh, my God. It reminded me of the year that um, – a few years ago when um, the Colts did, like, the same formation. But then the Colts punter, like, took the ball underneath under snap against the Patriots, and Patriots, like, destroyed them. I was like, what are they doing? Like, there's, like the oh, numbers yeah, are not was... in their favor. And when they when I saw that pull up, I was like, wow, that's just phenomenal. One of the best great, one of the best uh, special teams players I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, now, one more thing I want to talk before we get to our fantasy stuff here. I was watching uh, – obviously, we're all watching the Houston-New England game, right, Tom Brady. <clears throat> you know, the whole I watched the first half. You know, I went to sleep, actually, after the first half. But I was, like, in my head, I was, like, is Tom Brady, like, is he you – know, I don't, like, throw the word – the term goat around very often, but he's the goat, in my opinion, in, in the National Football League and all time. But is he – you think he's slowing down a little bit? You think it, you think father time's starting to hit him? You think it's a scheme thing? You think know, the players? Because then when I woke up, his numbers weren't bad. I think he threw for like 330 and like three touchdowns, which isn't awful. But he's got a lower completion percentage than Mitch Trubisky right now. Well, I mean, I think that – I mean, a lot of his stats last uh, last uh, Thursday – I mean, Sunday night against Houston were when they were down by like a few scores. So, I mean, right. let's be honest. Some stats can be um, inflated with garbage time. Um, but every time we say this about this guy, I mean, it was a few years ago when he did the same thing against Kansas City, and then they went on this run. He played phenomenal. They won the Super Bowl. So I never think he's out until he actually retires. But um, they do not have the playmakers as they did in the past. Sanu's still not playing well. They have, you know, Edelman, who's a stud. Uh, the running back situation, you never know who's going to be the hot hand. But And they have, like, a um, specific formation or a play design for each running back. But, um, listen, I'm not worried about um, I'm not worried about the Patriots. I think that they'll be just fine. I personally think that the Texans laid down a blueprint of how to not only beat but dominate them. If if you watched the game and I watched almost all of it, pretty much bracketing Edelman, Brady was he, he looked hopeless. You know, he would turn and he would look to him and realize, oh crap, that's my guy. He's got no two guys on go. him. Where am I going? Am I going to you know the to Sanu, the guy we traded for, who is let's be honest, underperforming. You know, am I going to Myers who, you know, it, it, unless you really are big into football, you wouldn't even know the guy was on the team. You know, and like Matt said about the, the running back situation, James White, he looked great. He had ended up having 79 yards rushing and he had eight catches for 98 yards and two scores. That's great, but you're not getting that out of James White every week. So I think that what the Texans did, you double at him in and you make Brady beat you with the other guys. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Chiefs try the same exact formula this weekend, take the honey badger and take somebody and just stick them on element and say, go ahead, beat us. Let's see what happens. And uh, I think the, the Patriots are actually, they, they got, they're in trouble, man. Yeah. But the Houston yeah. Texans have a, like a good uh, secondary. They have um, Hargreaves that they just claimed off the waiver from the Buccaneers. They have Jonathan jo- Joseph, who I 
He's going to play until he's like 60. The guy's been there. <laughs> I, 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 he's, he's still playing good ball. And then they have Roby um, from Denver, who was the slot corner. But now he thinks he moved to the outside, and that Hargreaves playing the slot. But they have a good secondary. They have that guy, Justin Reed, who's the um, the safety. That's, I think, his second year in the NFL. So they have a, um, a good core. So I think the formula is having a good D-back core to stop them and play man and then send the blitz, send that house, and pressure Brady because Brady can't move in the pocket. You saw him getting frustrated calling out his receivers during the game. He, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, look at all the Super Bowls, the three Super Bowls that he lost, right? It's all pressure up the middle. Two years with the Giants, one with the Eagles. I mean, Wade Phillips, he kind of just sat in a he sat in a nickel the whole time. Like you said, he doubled up Edelman. And he also had he put a corner on. He was on a linebacker. I know Wade James Phillips. White's stats were, were up. Uh not Wade Phillips, sorry. Who's the deep corner? He's on he's at he's at Denver, yeah. right? Romeo Canal, sorry. Um so sitting in a nickel, you know, that was that was the way to go there. Because I mean, nobody's really even afraid of. I mean, personally, Sony Michelle, he's having a, a pretty bad year. Yeah. He's not running the ball well. You know, nobody's really afraid of that. And if you can, if you can pressure Brady with just four, and sit in coverage. I mean, he's got nobody else to throw to but Edelman. So I, I, I kind of think the Patriots might go get somebody. Um, don't know who it's going to be. I mean, I don't know the whole Antonio Brown mm, situation. Antonio maybe, Brown. Get Des, maybe they get Des Bryant. What? Des Bryant? <laughs> the hell. Uh, so who knows? Yeah. But they got to do something because there is nobody there. I mean, he's won Super Bowls with like David Givens, right? Patton, you know, um, the guy that went both ways. Who was it? When he was the MVP. Um, the heck was it? It was Super Bowl MVP Brown? back in the day. He played, was it Brown? He played corner and he, in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. He played corner too. I don't know. Um, yeah, it could have been Brown. Um, but yeah, it was David Patton, David Givens, and yeah, and Brown. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how they do, I guess. But. Um, Cowboys on to play into the Super Bowl, so hopefully, you know, maybe we'll see them. Who knows? But um, we actually called it last week when we were talking about um, D Hop. We were saying like, are they going to have Gilmore shadow D Hop, which they did for the most part, but they did um, also double cover him and not technically shadow Gilmore the whole time. So I think that um, D Hop had like three targets when Gilmore uh, shadowed him for two receptions for twenty three yards or something like that. So um, we see the we did we did see the Twitter beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, D Hop's the best yeah. receiver in the game. I don't care what he said. I'll fight to the death for that guy. Ugh. Uh, Gilly Long had him too, man. Damn it, D Hop throwing touchdown passes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um, let's move a little fantasy football here. All right. Um, now, I want to talk about I don't know if you guys have any situations that you have, but I had a my one league, I was in eighth place and the uh, top six make it. So I had to jump two spots. So I need the seventh guy to lose, seventh place guy to lose, and sixth place guy to lose, and for me to win. And it came down to – I ended up winning seventh loss and then sixth it came down to – he was down 20 points or 25 points, sorry. And he had Stefan Diggs and Hollister. And they both kind of uh, – I think they both had eight points each. So I got I got a lucky win. You know, things went my way, so I snuck in real late. I don't know if you guys – are you guys in the playoffs in your leagues or what? Uh, the, well, the one league, yes, I made it. The, the league that I had, Lindsay, um, I didn't end up making it. I lost by six points. Um, you know, like I said, I had I had DD in there, and he actually had a really good game. I was surprised. He had five five for six weeks of score, which was you know that that was a really good game. But I also had James White on my bench. But it, who, yes, he's a good player. But if you look at his numbers, they were the past couple games they were up and down. His last three games were nine one, and then when he played Houston, he had thirty six. So based off his nine and one, I was under the impression. You know, Lindsay might be the guy to go to. So I ended up losing that game. But actually, in another league, I had a similar situation, Tuan. I needed to win. I needed two guys to lose. And I ended up tying with someone. 
our head-to-head record was tied. I actually ended up scoring more points all year, so I snuck into the playoffs, and I got to play a juggernaut this week. And uh, I don't know how uh, how I'm going to get through it, but it, it's not going to be easy. Um, the guy I have to play, he has um, – he's got Matt Ryan, he's got Cook, he's got Ingram, he's got Ridley, Kelsey, Hopkins. So it's it's not going to be easy by any means, but we'll gotta see what have, happens. Just got to have one Sunday, man. That's yeah. all it takes. One Sunday. You got one guy to go off for 40 points and you're good. You know, and Mark? if you have any fantasy questions, you know who – you know, Big Trust is here for you, you know? Yeah, big trust, you know, he knows all the picks. But uh, I was actually, I'm in a league, a uh, 12-man league, and uh, I was in, there was three people, five and seven, um, going for the last spot in the, the playoffs and um, the eighth seed. Um, I needed to win and then outscore one guy by 15 and outscore the other guy by two, but unfortunately, they both won and put up major numbers, so I didn't make the playoffs. I did win, so I'm going to next season hot, but uh, I did not make the playoffs. And then there was just another league that I actually – I'm not – and I manage my uncle's team. And uh, they do, like, a weird format. They have, like, every 20 rushing yards is two points, but not every 10 is one. It's weird. And same thing for receiving. But um, we won, and we have the most points scored and scored against, and we're, like, the, we're like the fifth seed. It's crazy. Nice. All right, so let's go into um... – some of our sleeper picks again, studs. Okay, some of you guys are in the playoffs. All right, some of you guys that play DFS, this can help you in DFS too. I know you got to check out the money value also. Then obviously we'll give you our locks of the week when you some money because you degenerate bastards out there. All right, so uh, let's go into our sleepers first. I'll tee it off. All right, so my sleeper. I'm actually going to have have you know we only pick one, but I'm going to put two in here because not a lot of people use quarterbacks as their sleeper picks unless you're in like a 14 team league maybe 16 some of you crazy people out there play 16 team leagues or even two quarterbacks super flex in that yeah super flex it all right but i'm gonna go with my quarterback is gonna be ducky devlin hodges <laughs> quack, 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 quack. all right he's gonna go off okay just because he's the duck he's a duck caller all right there's nothing else to be said i'm not going any stats he's just the duck all right he's the duck ducky ducky now for non-quarterbacks, okay, um, you got a 10-man team, 12, all right? I'm going to go with James Washington. So I'm going to go two Steelers okay. there, right? Primarily James Washington because he's been finding the end zone. He's got 15-plus points, I think, just about the past three weeks. He's finding the end zone, all right? But the main reason why I'm going with James Washington is because the, the damn rifleman that's throwing him the ball, all right? And that's Ducky Hodges, all right? So that's my sleeper. Um, Mark, go ahead. Yeah, so um... – my, again, my sleepers are based on like 12 or 14 team. So I, I think I might be really reaching here, but I'm, um, you know, risking it here. So I, I'm going to say Patrick Laird. So this guy is a Miami Dolphins running back. Uh, Balaj, as you guys all know, is out for out for this game and for the rest of the season. Um, but this guy, Patrick Laird, he's not, he's not the greatest runner, but he catches balls. So the last two weeks, he scored double-digit fantasies at two or three weeks, and he has over 10 receptions in those two weeks that he, uh, he did – uh, accumulate over 10 points so that's something that you can really you know in a must situation where you're just you know praying for hope you got some injuries that you can definitely pick up and um start him i don't think he's he's probably available maybe like 70 to 80 percent of your uh of your leagues too uh okay I, my sleeper i'm gonna go with debo debo samuel um i'm sure a lot of guys have him um i would be surprised if he was a free agent and maybe in like an eight-man league someone might might have dropped them this week to try to pick up somebody they thought was a better option to get into the playoffs. But the reason why I like Debo is his past four games, he scored double digits in all of them, and he's got back-to-back touchdowns in the past two games. Now he's playing New Orleans, which, you know, notoriously they're known to be in some 
some shootouts. So it's late in the year. You know, you got to have a win. And New Orleans pass defense is 17th in the league, which is, you know, average. So I actually like Samuel. I like him to get into the end zone again. And I imagine that Sanders is going to draw a lot of more. So with the, you know, the presence of having Kittle being able to take it deep, I think uh, Samuel is going to eat him up underneath and make him in the end zone. Yeah. I like that matchup too against Eli Apple. That guy, he's a little, he's a little shaky. Fun fact about Eli Apple, I coached against him when he was at Eastern Regional. Um, we were the, they were the two seed. We were the seven seed at Thumbs River North and we coached, I coached against him. He was a freak at a corner. He didn't, he had an all right game. At receiver, he was unbelievably fast and he scored that well. That's shocking he to me because he has a hard time catching the ball. He took two oh, – it was a rocket screen. He took two rocket screens with the grip. Um, so it was like a four-yard pass. But he was he was really good. And we knew he was going to Ohio State, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, all right. Now for our studs, I'm going to go with um, Nick Chubb. All right, Nick Chubb, um, he's still out. You know, I know a lot of you guys are probably a little bit worried because of um, Kareem Hunt. But he's still out touching him, you know, every week. Um, you know, he's got 4.3 yards per attempt. But I just like the matchup. He's going against the Bengals. Um, again, but, hey, I thought the Bengals last week, you know, I thought they were the, the team to target with the New York Jets. So they might surprise me again. But I think Chubb's going to rush for over 100 and a TD. Um, hopefully they commit to him. You know, sometimes I feel like the Browns get a little pass happy. And like I said, we said it last week, too, like they force feed Odell Beckham. Sometimes the targets aren't even catchable. It's like they try to make everybody happy. Just give the ball to Chubb, let him run north-south and run somebody over. All right? I like that pick. And I actually, my my sleeper was going to be Kareem Hunt, but I felt like it wasn't really a great sleeper for a 12- or 14-man league. So I was like, you know, I, I didn't. I, that's why I went from a different direction. But my stud, and I can say this with full confidence, that you can play him with full confidence, is Cooper Cup. So I know he was been up and down for like the last like four or five weeks. I was a roller coaster. But the last time he played Seattle in Seattle, um, he had 17 targets, nine receptions, 117 yards, and a toddy. So being home, you know, golf plays better at home. You know that that. Uh, their offense plays, they put up more numbers, they put up better stats. So I think that Cooper Cup is going to go off, especially after that. He didn't do that great last week. He did get the touchdown, but Higby and uh, Robert Woods were very involved in the passing game. I think this is, this is going to be a good game for Cooper Cup. I'm expecting at least 20 fantasy points. Cool. I need, I need that for my fantasy team, so hopefully you're right there, Mark. Okay, my stud, I'm going to go with, uh, I believe it was yours last week, Matt. I'm going to go with Zeke. And uh, simply because the Bears haven't been the Bears. Last year, you know, they were dominant. Teams were petrified to play the Bears between Mac and, you know, the pressure they're putting on them. But Zeke or, you know, Gurley, sorry, excuse me, Gurley and Howard both gashed them. Gurley had 19 points the last time they played them. And, you know, Howard, who came out of left field, had 15. So, you know, Zeke's had three past good games. Um, like I mentioned before, he had seven catches on Thanksgiving, which – isn't really out of his element. You know, he's he's a multidimensional guy. He he ran for 71, and uh, he ended up having 20 fantasy points. So that plus this is a must-win for the Cowboys because, you know, you don't want to drop a game and let the Eagles beat the Giants, who are a layup because they haven't beat the Eagles since 2013, I believe. Um, you know, Zeke's got to have a great game. He's got to have a big game. I think the Cowboys feed him often. I, I would be surprised if Zeke had less than 25 touches in this game. You know, yeah. you, 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 make, you make valid points that the Bears haven't been there themselves. And the reason why the Bears run defense has been themselves, it's not because of Mac. It's not because of their stout 
linebacker coach because Akeem Hicks, who actually uh, December 2nd was his first day back for practicing. I don't know if he's going to be playing this week, but if he does play this week, it's a little bit downgrade for Zeke because they were good against the run until he got hurt in October. And then that's when, um, you know, the Saints started running all over him and some of these other teams that had better success because I think uh, Dalvin Cook went into um, Bear Stadium and uh, Soldier Field and, you know, he was hot and they held him in check. So um, if he is playing, I definitely downgrade Zeke in my in my um, rankings. Yeah, hopefully Zeke has a good game. We need it. I need it for fantasy and real life as well. <laughs> All right, so let's go to uh, fantasy and reality there. Um, so let's move over to our, our bust here, our duds. Um, obviously, you know, if you guys listen to the last, last uh, podcast as well, we, you know we want to take somebody that was kind of drafted in the first round or even second round, your premier players who aren't just going to live up to the hype. I mean, obviously, they're not going to get, like, you know, zero points, but you're hoping they're held in check and, and you know, they're under, they're under 10. So I'm going to go with this week. I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. Um, he hasn't found the end zone since week three, all right? His drought has reached seven games now. Um, he hasn't even had a 100-yard rushing game this season. And he's basically – he's kind of being a bust. I mean, because most leagues he went in the top five for sure, probably, you know, some leagues top three, depending on who you're drafting with, but for definitely the top five. And he's going against the 49ers defense. And I, I, I value the 49ers defense very highly. So I think he's going to get bottled up big time. So I did have um, – I did I was, I was going to go with the Arizona running backs, but then I figured, you know, we, we like we decided last week, we want to go with like a top – round or two RB. Um, but I would stay away from the Arizona runbacks. I'm going to actually go with JoJo Bro Mixon. I know he's been playing a little bit better uh, lately, but I feel like with the Browns um, run defense, I think they're going to be pretty good against them, you know, and especially with A.J. Green being out again and uh, the Browns lockdown cornerbacks, they can put more people in the box to stuff uh, the run. Uh, staying on A.J. Green real quick, I'm a guy that drafted him in a keeper league. And uh, we can keep from the fifth on. And I figured, you know, he might play at some point late in the season, help me with the playoffs. Guy hasn't played a single snap, and I don't know if it's he's actually hurt or I've seen rumors that it has to deal with the situation. But uh, what, what's the deal with him, Matt? What do you, what do you think about A.J. Green? The only thing about the – this is my personal opinion about the Bengals. If I was their GM, I would ship every playmaker they have and start rebuilding. I think AJ Green, honestly, what's the point of AJ Green playing right now? You're one in freaking what 11, 12, you're one in 11. Yeah, because we're on week 14. You're one in 11, and you have nothing you're fighting for. You're fighting for the first round, for the first overall pick, which, if I'm the Bengals, I'm not even taking a quarterback. I'm trading to get more revenue for future picks. Look what the Raiders did. Everyone made fun of the Raiders for, tra- for trading Cleo Mack. For me, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Because, you know why? No, Look at JJ Watt. Look at Cleo Mack. All person people getting over like $80, $90 million. You can't build a team for a defender getting paid that much money. I'll never pay – if I was a GM, I would never pay a premium dollar for a defensive player. Because you know why? All you need is the quarterback. Look how well the Patriots have been doing. Look how well the Seahawks have been doing when they let go Legion of the Boom. Legion Boom. You know, like they had success because they, they drafted and they traded these players and they didn't re-sign them. And I think – with AJ Green, there's no there's no risk for him to come back. So I do think that either he's playing somewhere else, or I'd be very shocked if he's playing for the Bengals again, unless he gets this mega deal, which he wants. Okay, I like that. That's a good point. Um, okay, so my boss, and uh, I hate to say this, Tuan, I'm sorry. We know we talked a little bit earlier about it, but I'm gonna go with Odell Beckham. And you know, it was pretty obvious that he was over being in New York. 
between being criticized in the media and, you know, feeling like Eli Manning wasn't the guy and he can't get him the ball, which not getting him the ball very well could have been the case. You know, Eli's back there throwing it like it's the bird box challenge. But, you know, that's besides the point. But Beckham, he's only had two games of 100 yards this entire year, and he's only scored twice. So his past four games, he's had 10, 10, 20, which is nice. He scored in the Miami game. But last week against Pittsburgh, he only had three catches for 29 yards. And as someone that's supposed to be a superstar and he's supposed to be this high-caliber player, I understand he got, you know, Juice Landry there. But at the same time, uh, for me, you know, you're making a playoff run in fantasy or you're in the playoffs, you can't sit the guy, but I would not be expecting much from him. I really wouldn't, and I'm sorry to say that to him. I mean, listen, Odell, dude, I considered it the past few weeks. I'm only playing him on a fantasy team strictly because of his name. Because I'm afraid when I as soon as I sit him, he's going to snap. But I have my one league. I have Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, and Debo Samuel, your boy Debo. Sometimes I want to just run with those four and bench Beckham. But I'm like, I'm afraid to. So I keep – I like last week I benched Debo, and I went with Woods in the flex. But I'm with you. I'm actually with you on that. I think he's been killing me, but I play him strictly because he's Odell Beckham Jr. Yo, Twan, what, what made you start Woods? Oh, big Mari, big trust, baby. <laughs> big trust, yo. Hey, big trust. Five for five. So I'm saying, yeah, five no. for five. All, off the podcast, Mars five for five. <laughs> um, but I also want to add, like, you know how last week we were talking about, again, Bucks have their 1A and 1B, which 1A is Evans, 1B is Godwin. I feel like the Browns have their own, and their 1A is not Odell Beckham. It's Landry. Landry has been on yeah. a tear. And I think so it's just right. like, and I don't think it's Odell Beckham's fault. I think it takes a year for them to get in sync. And Baker was very um, he was very busy in offseason making these commercials that were god-awful, being involved in that type of stuff, that he didn't really, I guess, spend enough time throwing to Odell Beckham. Hey, you could Eli definitely see that the connection is right not now. there. Sorry, Twan, I'm going to cut you off. But uh, you could definitely yeah. see the connection is not there. You, you know, and, and it doesn't just happen overnight. But like you said, maybe if the, you know, he was a little bit less worried about being Hollywood and working on a connection, maybe him and Odell would be looking a little bit better. I agree. Now, hey, I, agree. I got a few questions for you guys real quick on my fantasy team. Uh, you guys can help me out here. And I told you about the Beckham, Adams, Allen, Woods, and Debo situation. Right now, I'm going to roll what I got. I'm just going to go with Beckham, Adams, Allen, and Woods. Um, and we'll talk in the future. But I got another interesting one for you. Um, I got Michael Gallup. You know, obviously, I love Michael Gallup against the Bears. I have Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Devontae Parker. I'm thinking about just benching Gallup and going Cup, Adams, and Parker. I think like, it's the right, right way to go, you think? Absolutely. Uh, no beef for me. Parker no for me. is going to be the reason that some teams win their championships. It's because it's a bold statement. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey. And you want to, hear, want to hear what kind of deal he's on? So um, I was listening to this earlier. He right now is he has a one year deal right now, but he actually has a team option for five million dollars next year. Think about the kind of bargain that Dolphins got after his explosion this year on his um as a receiver. Like it's crazy. They they got such a great bargain for that. That's a good deal. That is a good deal. Now, <clears throat> um, our locks of the week. All right, locks of the week here. I'm gonna go with. I, to you, to me, it sounds like free money. You know, I'm hammering this. Um, but again, last week I was terribly long with the Jets. But they got the Seahawks minus one versus the Rams. Seahawks mine. I just think they're so much. 
I, you know it's in LA, and that's I guess it's what's right. I know Vegas knows, so somehow this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be very close because Vegas is never really wrong. So the spreads are always on the money. But I think the Seahawks are just so much better at football, and especially watching them, you know, against what they did to Minnesota as well. I think it's a sure lock. I think you're going to win yourself a lot of money if you roll with me here. I like it. So I'm going to go with. Last week I took I did Thanksgiving I took the Bears but this week I'm actually gonna take the Dallas and Bears over forty two point five both defense like Cashner was saying before Bears defense is not something to be scared of people are putting numbers on them as well as the Dallas Cowboys defense Van Der Esch is gonna be out again so they're gonna be able to run the ball with Montgomery our run defense has not been playing that well so I I do see that they're gonna be going over forty two forty two point five so they need forty three um so yeah I play that bet that and. Bet that with confidence. Uh, it's a little crazy for me to be saying this because I'm a Giants fan, but I'm going to take Dallas at the, the minus three spot. Let's go! And <laughs> I, I know I'm going to take heat for this. I know I am. But, yeah, you know, the, the Cowboys at uh, minus three, I think they're desperate need of a win because they want to stay a game ahead of the, the Eagles. And um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, they're playing a layup in the Giants. And uh, I feel like they can't afford to drop a game. And, you know, the way the Bears offense looked up until late last week, you know, it's not great. It's below average. And, like, you know, we touched up on that. Their defense has looked pretty average at best. So they let a third stringer, uh, you know, come in there. And he he, he did them pretty good. He carved them up a little bit, you know. Um, so I'm going to go with Dallas minus three. Hammer it, lock, bet your house, bet your wife, bet your car. Bet your mortgage. That's a Giants fan right there. That's a Giants fan. Because he loves money. I love money. Big Trust loves money. The people love money. Let's go. And like I said, right. we're hey, hungry. And, hey, hey, don't forget. Don't forget. Hey, you, you little parlay? You little parlay all three of those picks? You say, oh, a little parlay? Uh, maybe but, get a couple of G's. Christmas time. Santa. Come on. So I know some of our viewers are going to be listening, and, and, and obviously they have fantasy playoffs. But um, quick question. So we have this history of injury injuries, of players with injuries coming back too early. Would you guys start James Conner if he comes back this week? Or do you Absolutely really? not. He's in a juicy matchup. He's playing against Arizona, which is Dude. the bottom three in run defense. Dude, I listen, think you got to wait. So, Listen okay. To this. So, well, last time too, though, when he came back, he he screwed me in a fantasy match because he came back from his shoulder and he was out like in the middle of the first freaking quarter. And freaking, yep. I got two points out of him and lost and screwed me in positioning in the playoffs. So, my question, real quick, would be: just give me some options. James Conner, if he's healthy, Miles Sanders, possibly if Jordan Howard's also come back, or do you trust Benny Snell to get some carries too? <sighs> If Connor's active, you got to avoid both of them. Yeah, yeah. I, you either go, you can't go Snell. If Connor's active, you, you can't. You either you either roll with Connor and just hope he just stays in the damn game and he's healthy enough, or you go the other way. You, you, you go Miles Sanders. Yeah, you go with San, uh, Road Sanders. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. Giants defense is not great right now. Um, they did well know, last uh, week on the pass de- on the rush defense. Yeah, they didn't look too bad. They got that you know that that young guy Dexter Lawrence who's. For, you know, the rookies, he's quietly having a pretty good year. But I think that, you know, Sanders is a stud. And I think that the Eagles are going to go up early. And they're just going to pound the rock. And I expect Sanders to have a very good game. I would say if I had to guess a number, he has at least 15 fantasy points coming Monday night. Sure. Now, speaking of James Conner, I wanted to get into something as well. A little 
like kind of like your MVP of your of your fan of all your fantasy teams combined, your MVP and the guy that's kind of screwed you over the most. Now I took James Conner. I took him a uh, ten man team, ten man league. I took him with the ninth overall pick, and he's been obviously up and down all year. And I'm debating not playing him either. And I got James Conner. I got Snell as well. You know, I have uh, I took I have literally all of the Kansas City running. I have the entire Kansas City backfield on my bench. I do too. I do too. It's absurd. Like I have all of them just in case. And you know, I, if I play him and he does well, like I have a really good chance because I'm loaded everywhere else. And you know, and I got my boy Big Trust. You know what I'm saying? So Big Trust is leading the way. And you know, I don't know. So my personally, my biggest, we'll go with the guy who kind of screwed you over the most. I'm going with James Conner. I don't know if you guys have anybody if you were in those situations this year. Oh yeah. So um, after week two, I was going to. Um, you know, I, uh, I made a trade. I traded Chris Godwin. I traded, um, Devontae Freeman. And at this time, Miles Sanders, who wasn't really playing much, you know, he's getting his five carries, 20, like 20, 25 yards in the reception. So he wasn't doing much for me. I knew at the end of the season, he would get more, uh, involvement, but I just couldn't wait. I was only two. So I made, I traded those three for Mike Evans and David Johnson. Oh yeah. Sorry to hear that, buddy. So David Johnson, did, <laughs> David Johnson, I was at a wedding when they played against, uh, when the Cardinals played against uh, the Falcons. And um, when I started Kyle Murray and David Johnson, and when David Johnson scored that touchdown, the win their game for them and also win my match. But I was, I was so happy. And then I don't know what happened, but he looks slow as fucking balls when he's getting the ball. Mm-hmm. He looks so fat and slow. It's, 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 it's terrible. I don't know what happened. I just think he never recovered from that. Thousand. Yeah, I just think he never fully recovered from that injury, man. He definitely looks different. What about you, Cass? Anybody? Uh, Yeah, my, my, you know, bust of the year is I could have won A.J. Green, but, you know, like I said, I got him late in the fifth round. We already knew he was going to be hurt. My bust of the year, hands down, is Adam Thielen. You know, this guy is an absolute stud when he plays. He's he's the number one in Minnesota in my eyes. He's definitely better than Diggs. They complement each other well, but, um, you know, he's missed – five games this year and in the seven games he did play um he he had a game of two a game of nine a game of 12 a game of 13 so to take him in the second round and then not have him in the past five weeks who's to say you know I I wouldn't have maybe won my games and I wouldn't even had to worry about starting you know a Lindsay or a D.D. Westbrook because that would have been feeling in my flex you know and I had a pretty good team you, you know and my other receivers were I had um Mike Evans, so, you know, he's hot or cold. I had um, Debo Samuel, I had Metcalf, and I had Crowder, who had an absolute crap crap game. So if I take one of those guys out and I get a, you know, a healthy performance from Thielen, I'm in the playoffs right now. So he's definitely my bust of the year. Yeah, I think this year there's a lot of injuries. And, um, and you know, I don't want to complain because, you know, I hate when people complain. But I had Austin Hooper that was hurt. I drafted Cam Newton, who was hurt. I had Devontae Adams, who was hurt. I had DJ who was hurt. I had Damian Williams that was hurt. I had Gallup that was hurt. So, you know, injuries is part of the game. Obviously, you got to do that next man uh, next man up mentality. But sometimes when you get too many injuries, it's just so hard to bounce back and, um, and, and you know, stay alive. You're like, one of those, one of those you're years. like swimming in quicksand. <laughs> Swan, can I just man. give me one second here, buddy? I want to say something. Matt, you have the worst fantasy <laughs> luck, dude. I feel bad for you. you know, we've been friends for years, and every year you text me, you know, about six or seven weeks. Okay, who do I start? This guy or this guy? And I'm like, you know, they're both going to have pretty good games. And you're like, well, I have this third option. 
And I'm like, nah, there's no way. And we both agree. And then that third guy goes off for, you know, 15, 20 points. And this is a week-to-week thing with you, buddy. So I I definitely have to say that my heart, you know, I I feel for you because you have rough luck when it comes to fantasy, my guy. So so I was bored on work. I think it was last Saturday I was bored at work. And I was like, look at the history. So you – because we do CBS and you can look at the history. And I was going over, like, the points against. Yep, I lead the league in points against in in six years overall. Just it's good times. Yeah, That's I always rough. felt like every 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 Sunday morning on Xbox, you were um, had had a decision to make that never worked out in your favor. Yeah. Like it always happens. The guy the guy you bench just snaps. I always have to like, especially like the people that screw you over that you draft, like James Conner. I will never draft him again. Never again. Just because of what he did this year, I get like a bad taste in my mouth with the player, and I'll like avoid them at all costs. Come draft day next year. Come August next year. I don't care if he's there in the fifth round. I'm not taking him. Good have because he's going to be hurt eight games. So I'm yep. going to have him. Well, see, that's my MVPs. Like, MVPs. Yeah, yeah. Um, before yeah. I want to say MVPs, I want to say I'm like a receiver whore. I love fucking receivers. It's just it is what I, that's how I draft. You know that's why you always tell me draft a running back. Yeah. But you know what's scary is that I drafted Devontae Adams in the first round. Imagine if I dra- drafted DJ in the first round and he got hurt like this, yeah. I would have a hard – that guy would be missing because I would have fucking drafted <laughs> – drove Arizona and fucking tackled him. But um, I want to say MVPs, I mean, you have to say Lamar Jackson if, if you have him or well, – Who do you have? No, so you're, you're personal. You're, so your team is what so, I'm saying. I mean, the thing is – okay, so I have – I manage my uncle's team, which is not really my team. So if I had to pick my team, I would say Austin Hooper. For the last two years, I have been a tight end guru. Last year, I drafted Eric Ebron in the 11th round. This year, I drafted um, Hooper in the in the eighth round. And I was like, oh, this guy's going to do good. Matt Ryan talks highly of him. I feel like they're going to be down a lot of games, so he's going to get a lot of checkdowns. And he, he was the tight end one before he got hurt. He was the best one. He was number one. Yep. Yeah. Dude, the high-ranking tight ends aren't even that great like, this year. Like, yeah. I took Mark Andrews in the 15th round. Dude, the guy's awesome. Got Hunter Henry yeah. later, too. Like I took Kel- I mean, I took uh, Ertz in one league, and Andrews so far has, has been better than him. It's yep. not in that close. I feel like the tight end pool is always that way. Like, yes, you have your Ertz, you Kelsey, him. and um, who's the third one? Ertz, Kelsey, and Kittle. 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 After yeah. that, like it's like a mesh, and like you don't know. Like I, I, it was like two weeks ago where a tight end had like ten points, and he was like tight end like nine on the week. Like it's just crazy, right? Cash MVP of your team? Uh, well, I, I took McCaffrey with the second pick, so it would be easy to say him. But, you know, I'm going to go with a guy uh, named Derrick Henry who finished power ranked in the regular season for me, number four. And, you know, he's had an absolute monster year. He's got four games over 100 yards. He's got two games where he scored multiple <laughs> touchdowns – or three games where he scored multiple touchdowns. And his past four weeks for me, he's got 24, 37, 32, and 22. So he's had an absolute monster year. And it seems like, you know, same thing as last year. He's really picking it up at the end of the year. So if you have Derrick Henry, you know, you're just as grateful as I am for him. He's like, I just don't get how he does well. Like, he's one dimensional. Like, he does not catch the ball. He's one gear. He's He's freaking C6, 300 pounds. Tackle that bastard, dude. In the past 16 games, he's got like 1,800 yards. He's one dimensional, but you don't want to get in front of that guy. He's so tall. Like, just dude, he's knees have out. He's the biggest man on the football field. Those are all grown ass (laughs) men. And Derrick Henry looks, he looks, he's a freak. Yeah. He's a freak. Yeah. I think it was like two, when he played at the Jags, he tied the record for two quickest touchdowns in like 16 seconds. 
Dude, because they finally – I said it last year. I was like, dude, this guy Deion Lewis that they had, right, last year, they kept, like, splitting Deion the Lewis. cameras. Like, I was like, can, <laughs> can you just give Derrick Henry the rocks 30 times a game? And see? It was like 200 yards, 250, 150, 200. I was like, holy crap. You know, and then they finally started doing that. But like I said, over a 16-game sample, he's got 1,800 rushing yards. It's like crazy. Um, all right, now for me, um, I took – like I said, I took um, – I took what's his name, uh, Mark Andrews, in um, the fifteenth round in one league, and then I took um, this guy right here. MVP front runner. If anybody else got to say something different about that, then come see me. I'm right here at Beemore outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me about that. Big trust. Big trust. Lamar Jackson in the flesh. Yes, sir. <laughs> My boy, big trust, Lamar Jackson. I took him with. The, I took Andrews with the fifteenth round, and I took in the sixteenth round. My last pick, I took Lamar Jackson, bro, and he just carries me. And it's just like I already have a ten nothing lead before the game starts. I'm psychologically in everybody's head. They know that they see big trust. I even changed my name to big trust. They know what's coming. All right, they know what's coming, and it's ten nothing right off the bat. The guys already before he even touches the field, he's already got a hundred yards rushing. <laughs> All right, so it's ten nothing right off the bat, and all of a sudden, you know, mid first quarter, the guy's got twelve points, and like right before the second half, he's already got like twenty five points, and like third quarter comes, he's got like thirty five, forty points, and dude, the guy gets pulled out of games left and right too, and he's dropping forty, fifty points. It's like absurd, and he doesn't play it the last like eight minutes of a game sometimes. I feel so. Big trust is my boy. I feel like every year there's some player that does that. Last year was Patrick Mahomes. The, uh, the year before was Deshaun Watson before he got hurt, and now this year it's Lamar Jackson. But like, listen, listen. That's my that team that I have. I got the six seed. I got the. I just got in barely, and I have Lamar barely. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Odell Beckham, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Chris Carson, James Conner, Hunter Henry, or Mark Andrews and Robert Woods. I don't know how I'm not like just demolishing Yo, everybody. This is crazy. So the league that I met Ron Golden, I draft from. I have Lamar Jackson, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans. Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, James Conner. <laughs> Very similar. That is a monster team. Big trust is the man. Okay, so let's go to uh, – Mark, do you have your iPad out? Yes. Look, do you have the games up? Of course. All right, cool. Can you just rip through them real quick? Yeah. We'll keep it We'll keep it short. We'll just, you know, if, yeah. we got, if we don't – if we all agree on it, you know, we'll just keep it moving. If somebody – if you guys have a different say, like we both are on different sides of the fence, you can just give us a little punchline of why you think they're going to uh, – why they're going to win for the people out there. Yeah, let me. It's just loading up. Yeah. I think the first. What's oh third? Well, Thursday game is it's the Dallas Dallas, in Chicago, which is three. Which you already got someone's lock of the week. Yeah, bet everything you own, and then everything everything you own. Sell your car. Sell your wife. And I'm gonna agree with that. I'm taking that too. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Dallas too. So that's it. Done. Cowboys. So oh, next game out. is Carolina versus Atlanta. Atlanta being home, and they're two point five favorites. Whoa. Carolina versus Atlanta. Oh, Ron Rivera just got fired too. Yep. Carolina. Yep. They come out with fire, or are they just dead in the water? I, mean, I, I think feel like they're, they're in the off- water. Yeah, I feel like their offense is yeah. better. I'm going Atlanta. I'm, I'm me too. I'm going Atlanta. I'm thinking Atlanta too. Across the board. All right. Across the board. So the next one is this is not game of the week. It could be, but there's one better. It's Baltimore versus 
No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> My, well, you don't have to say. You don't have to say the second team. I'm going with Big Trust and Baltimore. Who they play? <laughs> you, can, yeah, you can go, you can combine the whole AFC East. They're still beating them. AFC East versus the Ravens. Ravens are winning. Big Trust. Five point five favorites for Baltimore. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Ravens. I'm yeah, taking the Ravens. Ravens. I would take them if they were, you know, ten and a half yeah. favorites. They're they're just playing out of this world right now. And Buffalo's yeah. got a good defense, so yeah, they do. They have a good run defense too. So I'm kind of excited to see that. Next one is a burn burner between Cincinnati um, at Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's eight point favorites. I'm going with Cleveland. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns, but I, see, if I'm not saying they're covered. You know, no, I'm, that's what I was about to get at. If we're if we're basing it off of what they're going to cover, no, yeah, I don't think they cover up. that. But the line yeah. moved a little bit. I checked earlier today, and it was an eight and a half, so now it's at eight. It's not a big movement, but, you know, that just shows you a little bit what, where people are standing with that game. But yeah, I'm going out of Browns, not to so cover. You're going, so you both are going Browns? Yes, not to cover this spread. Oh, I'm a lone wolf, baby. I'm going Cincinnati. Wolf. Cincinnati. Yep. So it's... next up is Washington, who are 13 point. Um, underdogs to the uh, to the Packers. Packers are being home as well. Who was it? Packers and who? Sorry, Packers and Washington. Washington. Thirteen points. Uh-oh. Packers. They're gonna smoke them. They're probably yeah, I'm taking them. the Packers. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna take that spread too, probably. Okay, I'll take the Packers as well. Then next up is Detroit versus Minnesota at Minnesota. Minnesota's uh, favored by thirteen. Minnesota. I'm going to take Minnesota, and I don't think they cover that. I think that, you know, the lines aren't great, but um, So you're I taking Detroit? Uh, well, if, like I said, if we're picking it based off the spread. Yeah, we're picking it based take, off the spread. I would take Detroit then. Okay. I'm taking I actually, think they cover. I'm going to actually take Minnesota as well. I think that they're going to come back and, um, and with reg- revenge from fucking last week. You think they're going to win by 14 points, though? That's a lot, buddy. Bro. Fucking what's ball is not going to do that well at QB against against Minnesota's defense. I don't know. I mean, what's uh, Xavier Rhodes' status? Because he got a little banged up in that game. He does not. Xavier Rhodes not even good anymore. He, he this year he's been not playing well. That that street is open for business. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I guess I'll be the lone wolf there with uh with that pick. All right. Next up is the game of the week. It's uh, San Fran versus New Orleans at New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by two and a half. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Niners. They they got to win this game because they're going to want to compete with the Hawks. And, you know, the Hawks have a, uh, a tough game this week that they may or may not win. I think the Niners have to win this game. So I'm going to take them. I'm with you. I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking New Orleans. I think that their run defense is too, is too good and will stop San Fran. Interesting. I've got Miami at the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Man, screw the Jets. <laughs> They're 5.5 favorites, the Jets. Yeah, I lost some money off these bastards. That was who the Jets and who? Sorry. Miami. Thinking. I'm taking the fish. I'm going Miami. I'm following. Miami, baby. I'm staying in the, you know, that, that school of fish. I'm taking Miami. Yeah, I'll take Miami, too. Let's go. Next up is Indianapolis at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's two point five favorites. I'm taking the Colts. I'm gonna ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna take that's tough. I'm gonna go with the Colts as well. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Okay. I'm going with the Bucks. Lone Wolf ooh, again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Bucks are home. I, I like them. They've been playing better football. 
Denver at Houston. Houston's a nine-point favorite. Give me Houston all the way. Yeah, give me Houston too. It yeah, was take- great the other night. Yeah, I'm taking Houston. They did look good. I hope they didn't uh, get to their heads and pull out a dud. It's the four and eight Chargers versus the four and eight Jaguars. The Chargers are three point favorites. How? Go Chargers, go! How are they favorites when they've been losing all these close games? They just cannot seem to finish. Yeah. Give me, uh, uh, is Foles isn't starting right? They, no, they, Minshew they is the secret guard. Oh, going going Give me the mustache. Oh, me I'm too. Taking the I'm taking the mustache, They're, baby. Wait, Minshew is starting? Yes, he is. Yes. I'm going with the stash. Yeah. Too. Yes. This is a, this next game is important. Okay, so it was flexed to a four four twenty five game. It's Tennessee Titans. They're seven and five versus the six and six Oakland Raiders. The Tennessee a Titans quiet are two seven point, and five. two point five favorites. I'm taking the Titans. I'm going Titans as well. All right, yeah, I'm going Titans too. I think Oak, Oakland's a little fluke. The next up, Turn this 10. is a great game. There's a lot of great games. This is Kansas City playing at the Patriots. Patriots are three-point favorites. I mean, the Pats. Uh, I don't They're know, not losing man. back-to-back games. Yeah, you're right. You're so it. right. I'm taking the Pats, too. They don't lose back-to-back games. They don't lose back-to-back, but I, I think that it might push. if they're. You said it's three and a half or three, the line? Three. I I think the Pats, and I, th- I think it'll push. You know, So, uh, based off of that, if you're going with the line, I'm taking the Chiefs. I think the Pats are won by a field goal late. Well, it, it, if actually, if it's the push, no one wins, right? Well, based off the game, you know, if, yeah. if if for the for the listeners, I would take the Chiefs because I think that the Pats will win by three. I don't think they cover that line. I think they push. So this next game might be the easiest one. The Steelers are at Arizona and they're two point five favorites. What was that one? Taking Steelers. I'm taking Steelers too. Steelers are two point five favorites at Arizona. Uh, Steelers. That was actually going to be my lock. I, you know, I was texting you uh, earlier, Matt. Um, yeah, I was actually. Going I would even. Lock. I was going to take that. I was all over that. Wow. I would even buy that line up. You know, it's if it's at two and a half. Yeah. If you're using DraftKings, I would I would buy it up to you know six and a half. So I think they win by seven, and that's going to make for a better payout if you're using Steelers. Feeling that input. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Sunday night, Seattle at the Rams, and it is even. Uh, oh, it's even now. Yep. What? Yep. Yeah, I just looked and it, yeah, it is even. It was Hawks minus one, but it's dead even now. Dead even now? Oh my god! Man. It's a pick 'em. It's easier it's then. Close. Hawks. Oh my. Yeah, I'm going Give Hawks. Every, yeah, I mean, everybody, stop what you're doing and go put everything <laughs> you own, like Cass says, on the goddamn Seahawks now. Six <laughs> right. on the road this year. I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna be. I'm putting. I'm emptying my whole bank account. You gotta take the Hawks. They, they're as good as they are at home. Yeah. You know, with the with the twelves, they're even better this year on the road. They're six and zero. They're the only undefeated team on the road this year. So uh, yeah, again, if you're putting, why don't you split your mortgage on the Cowboys and split it on the Hawks, and you're gonna walk away, rich man. Hey, 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 hey! Parlay it. The whole thing. Parlay. <laughs> a little parlay. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so we're all on the Hawks there. Yeah, is that, is that the, that's, that's that was Monday night game. No, this is Monday that's night. Sunday the night. last one is oh. the Giants at Philly. Philly are nine point five favorites. No. I'm going Eli Manning and the G. Oh yeah, me too. Let's go. Me They're doing. Too. He's winning one of them. I'm gonna say he's winning this one. I don't know which one he's gonna win. I'm gonna go here. Eli's gonna do it. <laughs> me too. Because you gotta believe in Eli. I'll tell you what, guys. I'm a Giants fan, and I'm on the other side of the fence. Yeah. I think that. The Eagles are going to go to work early and often on the Giants, and I think Manning 
thrown back into the fire after he's been, you know, catching cobwebs on the bench for the past 12 weeks. I don't think that he's going to perform well at all. But also depends on whether, you know, Tate plays and Ingram plays. If he's got his guys, you know, it's a better chance. But uh, if I had to pick right now, I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah, I like, I like, I believe in the line. I think that the, um, it's a division game. I think it's going to be close name. What you think? Hey, is it, it's in Philly? Yeah. No. Yes, it's in Philly. Yep. Yeah, so, all right. I'm still going with the Jiggity Man. Yeah. Going with the G Man, Eli. The Giants right. haven't beat the Eagles since 2013. I hope you guys realize that. So that's a little fact for you, but, and well, I don't see are, that changing they don't have this to year. Win. They did the cover the spread. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they cover it, though. All right. That's all of them, Mark? Yep. That's all. You guys got anything else for the viewers out there? Any other last anything else you were thinking about? Maybe some picks, something like that? Anything? If you guys, um, want, if you guys want to start six questions, please reach out to your boy. You know, pretty accurate. Five for five last week. Just letting you guys know. You, you said that there was something that you wanted to talk to me about earlier, Tuan, when we were texting. Um, I don't know if it was about Eli or whether it was about Odell. Oh, it was Debo. It was, Ode- it was Odell. Yeah, it was Odell. Oh, okay. All right, we touched yeah, on so that then. It was your picks, yeah. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Just, you know, thanks for having me on. I feel like honored, you know. It's pretty cool that this is your, your second episode and you guys got me on here. So I definitely appreciate it. And uh, it, it's a great listen. So even if I wasn't on, I will continue listening, and I let you guys both know that. So this is definitely really cool and uh, something that I think that you guys will both be really good at. Hey, Cass, man, we appreciate it. Thanks, that, Cass. Seriously, man. Hey, clap. Hey, give yeah, good job, Cass. <laughs> Thanks, I'm guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate that, bro. All right, guys. Um, well, thanks for listening. I hope you have a good rest of your week. Have the greatest week of all time. Hey, Mark. I got you, bro. Do our listeners a favor. Please play them some good music to get them in the mood. Rick, rick.